podcast, a mindset podcast by students for students. We are back. It's been a quick pause with the winter break. <laughs> and we're here for a second season of the podcast. <laughs> and I definitely needed to take a break. And there's some things that came up for me that we're going to talk about. And I think, you know, it's pretty common for maybe other students to feel this way. So hopefully me sharing the things that I go through will help others not feel so alone in the process and happenings of being a student. And yeah, I'm excited to get the second season started. There's some really cool topics that I have planned out, some ideas, and hopefully a lot of other student guests that will come on to talk about their experiences and uh, their passions, their goals, So it'll be something to really look forward to. And for today's episode, I want to hit on the topic of feeling isolation as a student and how that can be really damaging to to our well-being and to also like our academics and just being able to thrive and, and feel well throughout our time. And for me specifically, isolation happens when the winter break (laughs) happened. (laughs) So that's why I'm reporting back with all the things that I've encountered during the winter break and just being kind of candid and open about it. You know, I'm not here to portray myself as a great student or perfect person. You know, I have my own struggles that I've talked about in past episodes and the past season. And some of that stuff came up for me, and I think it's important to, you know, showcase some of these issues that happened for me. I don't want to call them failures, but they're just challenges that happen, and, you know, I'm human, and it also helps me feel accountable and also forgive myself for some of the things that, you know, I feel like may have been out of my control, the things that happen and we can't fix right away. So after the last fall semester, I took a little break off the podcast. There wasn't any episodes happening. And I think moving forward, that's a good rule of thumb for me as a student. Maybe I want to have this podcast air during semesters when students are in school and then take, those, take a break off when you know, the semester is over and there's more open, open time. But... Yeah, I'm just going to dive in (laughs) and just share my winter break, how that went for me. And what I've noticed in the past as well, I've noticed this, this is the second time it came up. So I'm pretty sure it's going to be a pattern for me. And it's something that I'm learning about myself and picking up. Is that when semester is over, when school is over, I feel really depressed. And I think that's because I really love routines. Like in my past season, I talk about you know, the importance of having a routine and what that does for me. I really enjoy knowing what's coming up, seeing my calendar filled out, whether that's going to class, studying for an exam, you know, setting aside time for work, setting aside time for, you know, whatever the case may be. There's so much more time now that's kind of free flow when school is over. And for me, that can make me feel a little intimidated, especially because I really rely on my routine. I have an eating disorder. I have uh, many other challenges, mental health challenges that I want to even begin to list. (laughs) But it helps me know what's coming so that I can prepare and look forward to that and anticipate it. 
And when things are a little bit more open-ended and I don't have that predictability and um, discipline, it feels like I'm not doing myself a favor. (laughs) So for me, I felt a lot of isolation. One, because there's not as many students around me. I'm not having classes. During passing periods, there's no like... At UC Berkeley, there's so many students when I'm going from one class to another, when I'm going across campus, it's just alive and there's so many people and it's very social. And when the semester's over, especially during the winter time, so I think the weather may be playing a part in it as well, there's not a lot of people going outside, everyone's at home, everyone's cold. It's holiday season, people are really busy, people don't have time to to do things together because they're either, you know, shopping for presents, going to visit family, or just, you know, some people get married, some people get engaged, there's just so many things happening, it's like, sometimes I feel like I don't have any friends, (laughs) and I'm like, everyone's traveling too, a lot of my family went to Mexico, or they they went to Mexico before... um, the New Year's and yeah it's just a lot of stuff happens during the winter that I feel like maybe I don't have as much social support during that time and it can feel a little bit lacking for me as well so not only just like the routine part but also talking and being social and being around people so it was pretty hard for me I tried my best to remain positive (laughs) like I did I I was productive over the spring break I got some things done but overall I felt like sad (laughs) I did not feel vitalized or it just wasn't a great process for me and now I recognize like yes I really want to get back into therapy and Maybe it's just the winter season too, and and the winter plus the spring break, uh, plus the winter break. It was like two breaks, you know, hitting me at the same time, and I did look into uh, getting some support, mental support. So that's in the process, um, but I I feel a lot better now that the spring semester has started and people have been on campus again and school has been lively and social. So I feel myself getting back on my feet, but there's still a little bit of like that lingering um, sadness. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Uh, yeah, it's it's a weird feeling. I don't know how to describe it, but maybe, maybe many of you feel the opposite where you feel isolated when you're in school and you feel like really happy when you're out of school. So I think it's different for everyone, you know, but ultimately for myself, that routine and that structure and filling my calendar helps me so much with con- just being in motion. Like once, once you're in motion, you stay in motion. And if I'm hesitating on like, what am I gonna do today? It makes me lull and more procrastination happens, you know? So this is the second time it has ever happened. The first time that I felt this way was when I graduated from uh, community college 
and I started, I graduated community college spring of 2022, and I started UC Berkeley 20, spring 2023. So I had half a year where I wasn't in school because I, I was admitted to UC Berkeley for the spring, not the fall. So that semester where I wasn't in school and I was transitioning from community college to university, that gap was ultimate depression for me. <laughs> like this winter break felt like a fourth of what I felt when I had transferred, before I had transferred. So I'm definitely grateful that the gap was small. It was a month and a half. Still feels like it was a while, but it's a lot shorter than, you know, June through January. Like that is, a, that's already like half a year right there. Um, so I've noticed that that's my issue. Like once I'm not in that routine and have my classes and I feel kind of sad and depressed and isolated and like, I don't know what to do with myself. I don't know what the right thing to do is. And I overthink and just kind of get in my head a little bit. So that is a pattern I've been noticing and wanted to share it because I know I'm probably not the only one that has had a similar experience like this or something that, you know, can, can be a little bit similar in that way. But I am taking steps to remedy this. Like I said, I'm getting some mental health support. And also I mentioned on one of my Instagram lives, one of my friends, uh, her goal is to start going to the gym and she invited me to go with her and I said yes because I would love to go to the gym. I just, <laughs> I feel uh, weird going because I've never gone on my own and I'd love to go with a friend or a buddy because for me usually how I do my movement is I have a 20 pound weight at home that I use for my arm exercises and then I go on a jog around my neighborhood, there's a lot of hills, I go uphill, it's very strenuous, and I get a lot of benefits from jogging, so. Yeah, I, I'm happy that I'm getting to challenge myself. Then it also has like a social aspect because I'll be talking to my friends, being out with other students surrounding us, walking across campus a little bit more, so. I think that's also gonna be a helpful uh, addition to my routine as well with just shifting and shaking off a little bit of that feeling of isolation and a little bit of sadness. <laughs> um, yeah, and some other things that I wanna do as well, um, just kind of see things from a positive attitude. Uh, I've tried to do this ever since I started school. If there's a subject that's challenging, like one of my classes is pretty challenging, try not to be hard on myself. Try not to tell myself that I suck <laughs> or that I'm gonna fail or that I'm not good at this subject um, because you know, ultimately it's not that we're not smart, it's just spending a little bit more time reviewing and asking more questions, going to office hours, and trying to do our best to get more get the support that we need to be able to understand it and you know memorize some of the concepts so there's there's some things i'm doing to remedy and like i said the the first one the getting mental health support is in the process still 
Um, and I hope it does work out for me because it's not uh, a university resource that I'm using. It's one that I found through um, some of the work that I do uh, for my part-time job. And um, it's a new kind of like therapy for me. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that benefits me and um, yeah, just see how it feels. Cause I've also done like just regular support that I've gotten here at UC Berkeley and it was six weeks for like the free free version. And I did get some benefits from it, but I didn't feel like it really fit for me. And also with eating disorder that uh, I've had help at my community college for it. It's freaking amazing. She was, oh, my therapist there was so great. And then here at UC Berkeley, I, with the eating disorder clinic, you have to go to like doctor's appointments to do it as well, where they like kind of, it's a little bit invasive. I was very shocked my first time when I did it. And I just wasn't used to that because I never had to do that when I would go to therapy. So that was a little bit off-putting for me. I felt a little bit pre like under pressure and um, it just didn't feel personable. It didn't feel as... Uh, like I didn't, it didn't feel like I was taking away what I needed from it. It felt very like, just like a doctor's visit. And for me, I've had so many doctor's visits in my life for many reasons, for my skin, for my regular health. And like, like for me, it, that doesn't do it for me. I just need somebody who's there and willing to listen and willing to help me through this because I know what I have can be solvable but for me it doesn't work that way like you can tell me just do this and it'll be solved but for me like that's not gonna work like I know what I need to do but I just can't do it sometimes so I think I need someone who's like extremely understanding and patient and like willing to engage and listen and explore with me rather than someone who's like here you go here's your recipe take this and do it it's like yeah I know the recipe like <laughs> Yeah, everyone tells me what it is, but I just can't do it on my own. Like, you're not helping me. So uh, I think I'm going to, that's what made me decide I needed to find something different. So I'm exploring my options to see if there is any other kinds of resources that are, are be, that are a better fit for me. Because just because it didn't work one time doesn't mean that it's going to work again. Or you just have to find the right therapist, the right counselor, and just the right type right so it just it's a process in and of itself and it's not going to be perfect right away but yeah those are some struggles <laughs> those are the struggles that I've had while I was away from the podcast during this like off season of like taking a break um and it feels like I'm starting off this season with like a very low note but I have to be real with what I'm going through. So, and it's gonna get better. We're gonna, we're gonna see things change. I'm gonna see progress. And like I said, it's like me shaking off this like feeling of isolation in the beginning because uh, we're still in January and school has, school's only started for a few weeks now. And, you know, we're still in that transition point we're still trying to drop or add classes and there's a lot of shifting happening still. I haven't settled in on like my final schedule on my calendar yet, um, but hopefully starting this week, 
by the end of this week, by Friday, I will have like all of my meetings down and uh, like my gym time, my jogging time. I even have my lunches and my breakfasts and my dinner on my calendar because I have issues with deprioritizing my food because of my eating disorder and I end up starving myself on accident and then I'm really hungry at the end of the day and I have, uh, yeah, I just deprioritize it for some reason because I know it's important, but if I don't see it, that it's there for me to do, almost like meal prep, if it's not ready for you, then you don't do it. If it's not on my calendar, then I won't do it. And that will help me like prepare, have snacks or have my breakfast ready or have just things ready in the fridge for me to just take out and like heat up. So it's, uh, it's quite a new, like, it's a new thing that I'm doing with adding those little things on my calendar. But for me, it's a big step because like I said, I have my own struggles with that. And for others, it might be really easy and it's a no brainer. But for me, I'm still learning to, uh, how, how to navigate that area of my life in a way that helps me and, you know, helps me stay productive and adds to my life rather than takes away or or takes away from my health too and this podcast also helps me generate ideas create community and connection with other students and share things that have helped me along my road as a re-entry student where you know it's hard for somebody who's been out of school for four years to make the decision to go back on their own you know no one's telling you that you have to do this and you're just thinking about going back to school and the challenges that come with that too. So this podcast definitely is a source of joy for me and I'm glad that I'm here now for a second season and and we're going to be here next week as well. So we'll catch you here for the next episode and the next topic. I hope you all have a great week. See ya.